Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show for another week. How's your weekend, Zach? Dom, relaxing. Relaxing, what are you doing? back, watching some movies. Yeah. Good weekend. Did you make any uh, life-altering mistakes? Let me have a think about it. Mm, none that I'm aware of none, at the moment. None that come to mind? Yeah, like maybe there's more of a long game getting played <laughs> where I'll find out about, about uh, a mistake a little later on. Well, I might have made a life-altering mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I've had a, I haven't had the best weekend. I've done something I shouldn't have done. Some might say I have relapsed into a cheese addiction. Oh. Uh, I've certainly taken a step backwards in my recovery from cheese. That, are you off the wagon or back on the wagon? How um, does that work? What's, this, what's the wagon-related analogy? On, I think back on the wagon suggests you're doing well. I've fallen off the wagon. The wagon's <laughs> okay. 20 kilometres down the road. It's a wagon of uh, <laughs> a wheel of cheese, by the That's way. That's it. And it's 20 k's down the road. I'm on the side of the road. Just eating cheese. I've, look, I haven't had a good weekend. I know that there's a lot of people around the country who can't hold themselves back from cheese. Yep. And uh, I am one of them. I might even be the face of that problem in the world. And uh, this weekend, all I'll say, Zach, is that I've made oh, one of my worst mistakes yet. I'll get to that shortly. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, a gross injustice in the news today, Dom. Yep. Um, I'm sure you know that the IGD Grocery Summit was on over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, I've been following the webcast of the, what was it? Have I, you? What was your favourite yeah, um, speaker? The, my favourite speaker at the, the IGD, what was it again? The IGD Grocery I, Summit. I mean, obviously I knew that, just to clarify it for yeah. uh, people listening in. I enjoyed Lisa McCune uh, spoke at the Grocery Summit uh, right. about her days endorsing Coles. You're right. But then um, days gone by. Yeah, it was a it was a Hall of Fame segment. Lisa McHugh got inducted into the Grocery Hall of Fame. Well, for what her ads. caught my interest and my grievance, Dom, was right, okay. uh, someone they invited to speak at this grocery summit over the weekend, which is summarised on news.com in the finance section. It gets a whole big summary, Dom. Okay. Is uh, one of the executives from Coca-Cola. Okay. Now, um, we love Coca-Cola. Yeah, this Obviously, yep. Coca-Cola is one of the biggest brands in the world. It would have been mm. quite a coup for um, the IGD... <laughs> Grocery Summit, to have such a high-profile speaker. Well, I would imagine, as they were sitting around the boardroom planning the IGD Grocery Summit, they would have thought, we got Coke on board? Yeah. This is going to be the Grocery Summit we'll all talk about for years. But you can see why I'm disappointed, well, because once again, mm. the world's most over, sorry, underrated yeah. cola... <laughs> And the cola that is always overlooked um, didn't get an invite to the grocery summit. Look, this is a narrative that has been running on this show for a week or two now. Obviously, anyone who has been listening would know of this show, uh, this show's love of LA Ice Cola, the the underdog cola, the the cola, the convenience store option. Once again, mm. we were snubbed. That's we true. weren't invited. Mm. No one from LA Ice was there speaking. Yeah. I know that we're a lower brand, and I'm speaking we, even though I have no association with the company, but that's how much I feel about yeah, it. You, would, you feel yeah. like you're a part of the company, don't you? Yeah. Uh, can, can I just ask you, though, Zach? Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't feel like a personal snubbing, considering the fact we've spent the past two weeks talking yeah. about LA Ice Cola, and then they go and pick Coke. Does, well, that, does that feel like a snubbing? I understand. Yeah. I understand mm. that Ally Ice has been dormant for a while. Yeah. That since its sponsorship of pop stars in the early 2000s, <laughs> yeah. we haven't heard much mm. from what we would call the convenience store cola. <laughs> However, yeah. 
I feel like when we think about brands mm. that have changed the world in the last 15 years, mm. I believe that LA Ice Cola is up there with Coca-Cola. Oh, I yes. believe it's in the same leagues as Pepsi-Cola. Mm. But here we have another example, Dom. Mm. Another summit. Yep. Oh, where we are snubbed. Do you and know? And LA Ice isn't... isn't isn't on the invite list. Do you know what? If we went there with LA Ice, yes. I don't think they would have let us in. And that's what I get upset about. <laughs> you know what, Zach? I, I'm just heartbroken. I hear what you're saying. For me, I'm just heartbroken at the thought of the CEO of True Blue, who make LA Ice, the company, the CEO running out to check his letterbox uh, every single day thinking, maybe today I've got the invite to the IGD Grocery Summit. And yet again, for another year, Snubbed. I, I, Do you know what I've heard about the grocery summit? Yeah. And I don't want to put any mysteries out there. That's sure. the last thing I'd want to do about this grocery summit. Yeah. That's the last thing I'd want to do. Mm. I'm not saying this is a fact. Yeah. I'm not sure if I should broadcast this, but okay. I have heard this. Yes. I've heard the Coca-Cola representative when they're on stage was drinking a can of Coca-Cola. Mm. However, yep. I have heard that it wasn't Coca-Cola inside that can. Oh, no way. Inside the can was LA Ice. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's what I've heard, oh. That's what I've heard. Was it from a reliable source? I don't know. I'm just passing it on. Do not shoot the messenger. I'm just saying more people are aware of LA Ice than what we know. Uh. And I believe if it get, keeps getting put down and keeps getting held back, yeah. that will just prolong when uh. we're going to launch. Do you know what? Were <sighs> you just making the problem worse? Yes. The more we're pushed yes. down the harder we're going to push back. Just like if you were to put Mentos in a bottle of Ally Ice Cola, the, yes. the explosion will be terrific. That's yeah. unconfirmed. We haven't tried well, that. No, we haven't We know that. it works in Diet Coke. Yeah. We assume it would also work in Diet <laughs> okay. Ally Ice. Last week on the show... It's Zach, actually called Ally Ice Maxi, just is, to yeah. clear that up. <laughs> just last week on the show, we heard from three people who called in the show saying they hadn't heard of Ally Ice Cola. Well, apparently the IGD Grocery Summit hasn't either. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know what's happened, but some stage along the line, the convenience store cola has been left behind and it breaks my heart. I think it should break the heart of the nation collectively. Should we do our own summit? <laughs> Let's run our own grocery summit and invite LA Ice and only LA Ice. Well, what are we going to talk about at the grocery summit? Does the website have, <laughs> does the website have an email address that we can send an invite to? Could we get the CEO to speak on our radio show? The Grocery Summit got the Coca-Cola executive. Could our show get the CEO of LA Ice? Do you know what? I reckon it's a, fair, it's a fair question. And when I got into the broadcast medium, my dream one day was to host a grocery summit. So we can kill two birds with one stone on this one. We might broadcast the first ever FM Grocery Summit featuring our headliner, Hopefully someone high in the LAI organization. <laughs> well, we have to send some emails, but uh, look, get your notepads ready because there might be some insights into the grocery industry coming on the radio show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I'm just going to put this out there. I think uh, out of everybody in Australia, I had the most cheese this weekend uh, out of the whole country. You have had a bit of a cheese problem. Yeah, I would yeah. call it a problem. I'm not sure if you identify it as uh, a problem. Look, medical professionals would call it a problem. And they so have. They, they, a dietitian has on the record called it a cheese problem. So you're probably okay to call it a problem. Uh, you eat Colby by the block. Yes, I do. 
uh, using, what do you use? Uh, like a vegetable peeler. A vegetable peeler. Yeah. Uh, that's why you have so many vegetable peelers. <laughs> Not because of the vegetables you eat, because you really go through many blocks of cheese. I, I, no joke. I have a vegetable peeler that has not yet touched a vegetable. <laughs> it's restricted purely for and cheese. And so uh, what has caught your fancy what? over the weekend? Are we talking the traditional Colby or have um, you branched out? What's the situation? So I want to be, like, I haven't had a bad cheese weekend for a long time. There mm. was a while there where consistently these stories were coming to the show. Well, because you told me you were trying to yep. kick it, kick the habit. I was trying to kick the habit. I was trying to, you know, get the cheese out of my system. Yeah. Um you know, the right way. Mm. And I, I've got to be clear, going into the weekend, I didn't forecast it to be a cheesy weekend. Yep. The forecast was clear, yep. right? Um, but some cheesy weather did appear. And oh, there were a few bits and pieces. Firstly, there was a very cheesy pizza I had. There was uh, a little bit of cheese I had on some spaghetti. But the big cheese storm event happened Saturday afternoon. Now, mum and I went shopping, just a mother-son Saturday afternoon trip out. To uh, the supermarket? Uh, we actually went into like a, an upmarket little uh, store in the valley, okay. in, the, in the city. It's kind of like a, like a marketplace. You okay. know, like, you know, those cool marketplaces? I, well, do you mean a marketplace? Um, I mean a market. Oh, did you and <laughs> like your, the markets? You know, this sort of thing you hit up with your mum on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I'm sure, sure. I didn't right. do it on the weekend, but <laughs> I'm sure I was the anomaly and not you. <laughs> um, and we're walking through there. And as we're walking through, there's a deli. Um, next to us. And I said to mum as we walked past, I said, mum, you cannot let me go into the deli. I will buy cheese. I don't need cheese and I will eat the cheese. Mm. And she kind of laughed it off. And I said, mum, I, I don't know how I need to stress this to you. Mm. This isn't a laughing matter. If you let me in the door of the deli, cheese will be purchased. And you know, Zach, that once I've got my eye on a nice wheel of, of brie, mm. I can't be held back. I can't be stopped. No. And I mean, you're only one man. Yeah. What are you meant to do against the call, the siren call of the brie? Yeah. Now, this is why I was uh, kind of lit down by mum when on our walk back to the car, she's like, I just need to pop into the deli for a bit. Mm. So I'm in with her thinking I can be strong. I was not strong, Zach. I had my worst cheese moment to date. I bought a full wheel and I would say this wheel, if I was put it on a Put it on a vehicle. On a vehicle? Yeah. What, what? <laughs> What would this be if it was put on a a, a kid's bike? Yeah. Uh, a training wheel? Training wheel. You're okay. talking uh, maybe a bit bigger than a training wheel. Family-sized pizza. <laughs> it's not a fa A family-sized pizza would be like a... That's what I'm trying to gauge. I'm like, how big is this? Um, I would say training wheels are a good way to start. Maybe uh, no, a bit bigger than... Maybe two scooter wheels. Okay. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean the push on scooter, not the big ride on scooters. That is of, of double cream brie. Mm. Uh, it cost me $24. Okay. $24 worth of cheese. Worth of cheese. That's a, that's a fair cheese investment. Yeah. That's um, a, that's enough for a party. Uh, well, certainly when I took it up to the counter that I got the line I've received far too many times when buying cheese for myself, which is the woman at the deli counter said, Oh, big plans tonight. <laughs> well, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> Unfortunately, again, and I'm sick of doing this. I had to respond just for me, actually. <laughs> now, here is where the woman serving me made a big mistake. She said, oh, geez, this will last you through to Christmas. Mm. Is it Christmas tomorrow? You are one day out. <laughs> here we sit two days on from the purchase of this $24 wheel of cheese. It's all gone, Zach. It's all gone. Within what? A day? Within, uh, it was gone within a day and a half. The, the last Skerricks of it 
were cleaned out for breakfast this morning. Um, yeah, cheese for breakfast. I'm telling you, when cheese is in the house, I'll have cheese for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. My body can't control itself, Zach. Yeah. This is getting to the stage where I'm seriously going to need to get like something put on my like a, a wristband that will stop me going into delis. Mm. That's Some a good idea, of... actually. Maybe we should do a group all email to all delis. Yeah, that's it. And to <laughs> just say, do not serve this man. I, I, I've gotten to the stage now where I can't trust myself to stand back from cheese. Yep. I need to be physically held back from it in one way or another. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know whether I need to start taking you shopping with me. And mm. so you can just ho- physically grab me when I start gravitating towards the cheese aisle. Well, you should employ someone to do that. <laughs> I'm not willing to do it. I'm just going to put myself out there. I've got stuff to do. Yep. If you were willing to pay me mm. and I took on the job <laughs> yep. of preventing you from eating cheese, we yeah. could have a conversation so there. What, what sort of tactics would you use to... Because I, I need someone who knew what they were doing. I would need someone who really knew how to be up to the challenge. What I would do is I'd yeah. ask for you to go into a cheese bin. Yes. I'd take a photo of you at rock bottom <laughs> and I'd keep that photo with me and I'd bring it out whenever you were going into the deli and I'd say, remember this, Dom? We don't want to go back there. That is such a great idea. Next weekend, when yep. I no doubt have yet another well, cheese why binge. don't, instead of like some people put photos of their loved ones in their wallet, <laughs> why don't you just put that photo in there to remind yourself and you just look at it when you go into the deli? Oh, I think this problem's been solved. <laughs> this is Collective Now. Now, Dom, I was watching Seven Mate, the TV station on uh, TV today, Mm. and I learned that I am nowhere near manly enough for that channel. It's, uh, I think it's 73 on many people's TVs. It's, uh, it is the, it's the TV for the manliest among us. It really, if you aren't the alpha male, you're not made for Seven Mate. Well, you might know Seven Mate from this promo. Or you might know it as the channel that did a burnout in your high school car park at the end of year 12. I think equally, two things that it's known for. Yes. Dom, the testosterone-filled lineup of Seven Mate, Mm. uh, I went through all their TV shows, and I'd like to play a game, uh, is it true (laughs) or false? Are these real Seven Mate TV shows or ones I've just made up? Okay, well, uh, look, I haven't flicked over to Seven Mate for a little while, to be honest, so uh, I'm going to have to trust my gut on this one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to yep. give you the title of a TV show. I'm going to read a bit of a synopsis. Yep. You tell me if that's a real TV show on Seven Mate mm. or one I've made up. You ready? Okay, let's get into this. Uh, the first one is called Beach Cops. What's cooler <laughs> than a cop show? Cops at the beach. But these cops aren't wiping out in the surf. They're wiping out crime on the sand. <laughs> Beach cops. What, what sort of, what are they, what are they, like, what, someone's stolen some money from someone who went into the water? Is that the idea? Uh, I think any crime at the beach or around the beach, in, like, the, in the suburbs surrounding the beach. Okay, well, you've made that up. There's no way. But, uh, beach cops has to be fake. Beach cops is 100% a real show. <laughs> These visitors have been partying for five nights in a row, but this latest stint has been going for 19 hours straight. That one was a local backpackers having some troubles with people partying too hard. Can I just say, when you said Beach Cops, I thought it would be a really, you know, up-tempo kind of... Yeah, like quite documentary rescue. style, isn't that, it? That voiceover, I mean, she could go straight on to 60 Minutes or something. Quite a serious voiceover for Beach Cops. Our next TV show is called Toeys. Finally, a TV <laughs> show about tow truck driving. No. Join Queensland's best towies as they tow cars and tow at your heartstrings. Okay, that's oh, that is absurd. I'm sorry, but I, I look, I don't have a lot of experience with tow truck uh, truck driving. Yeah, right. But I don't. Is there enough there to make a TV show about? Well, it's up to you. Is that really a show on Seven Made or not? That you've made that one up. That's fake as well. No, nah, that one's 100% real. 
With the boat safely loaded, the towies turn their attention to the cars that need towing. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. And I think that's the most the word tow or towing has ever been used in one sentence. I mean, question I've got on that one yeah. is, do you reckon um, Do you reckon they had a big decision to make whether that made Seven's primary channel or Seven Mate? <laughs> or do, you, do you reckon that one fell straight into the Seven Mate category? That is straight up Seven yeah, Mate. I think you might be right. I can't believe those two yeah, are Yeah, you're not shows. doing so well. Our no. last one, Dom... Um, is this a real show on Seven Mate or one I've made up? It's yeah. called Timber Sports. The exciting world of wood chopping is now on TV. No, no, That's no. right. Now you can come in after an afternoon of uh, chopping wood for your fireplace, kick back in front of that fire, and watch people chop wood. Okay, I know I've got the first two wrong, but honestly, uh, so I'm going to say that's fake. If I'm wrong on this one then I am so out of touch with what Seven Mate's running. I cannot imagine. Because here's the thing. For a TV show to get made, it has to get approved at the pitch. There have to be enough people interested in funding it. It has to be filmed. It has to be written. It has to be edited. What, you don't think that Timber Sports, the exciting world of Woodchop? I I just think at at one of those stages, Timber Sports surely would have fallen down. There's no way that can be a real show that's made it to air. The twist is they're all real. Timber Sports is 100% a real show. This weekend, the city of Hamburg is solely focused on the action with swords and axes. I'm sorry, but whoever has given them that dramatic music, you need to take that away from them. Timber Sports is not entitled to have music quite that dramatic. And you might think, how do they make a whole TV show Mm. out of people sawing and chopping wood? Yes. It's a good question, but they figured it out. (laughs) Well, that's what you're missing on 7, mate, uh, if you're interested. The extended promo. (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Ed Sheeran is really good at tying his own shoelaces. I've been doing it since I was my 14th birthday, so that's now like, what, 12 years, so... The first five years, I was pretty shaky at it. Also, Pink spent a long time in a Netflix binge. I never stopped. Yeah, I just, I forgot that five years went by. And Donald Trump's love of Snapchat keeps draining his iPhone battery. We're bringing it down to 20%. We're bringing it down to uh, 12%. Uh, we're bringing it down to zero in some cases. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, we think that you can learn a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google search history and you mm. explain the, the weird and wonderful things you searched. You have a slightly mischievous grin on that you don't always have when we do this segment, which really worries me what I've searched this week. There's one that I like <laughs> particularly a lot. Okay. And uh, you oh, get to pick after the three <laughs> which one you think it was. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, number one. First thing you searched, Sunday at 3.12pm, how to talk with a deeper voice. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone who, a friend of mine who listens to the radio show, says that I go high-pitched a lot on this show. Now, have you noticed that, you know, mm. being on the show with me? I wouldn't say that you had the deepest voice, but I wouldn't notice that it was high-pitched. Well, I certainly put it this way. As I currently sound, I'm no chance of making the switch to Triple M. No. So that's not going to happen with this voice at the moment, right? So I was just thinking, is it possible to, you know, do some exercises to make your natural voice deeper? Are there? Yeah, there's a few out there. I've been working on it. What have you? I'm, I'm not quite ready to show off the deeper voice go yet. Go on, give us a bit of a go. But if you, I'm just saying you might tune give us in a go. Say, um, <clears throat> yeah. say it's time for the footy. It's time for the footy. 
It's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm just saying, you might tune in one night and suddenly, you know, there's this really deep voice on the show. Just be ready for that. It, it, I might change my voice completely one night soon. It might be coming. Sure. <laughs> uh, not judging by the next Google search. Saturday, 4.49pm. Are guys allowed to like things that smell like lavender? <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Well, you're right. That won't work on Triple M when I'm over there. Here's the problem, Zach. I was in a, like, a, a homewares store. And you know those those infusers? Like, those little pots of scents and they have, like, sticks out of them. Mm. Those things, right? There was the most amazing smelling lavender one that I really wanted to put in my bedroom, yeah. right? And I thought, oh, this, my, my bedroom's so beautiful. And my mum, of all people, had to say, Dom, I'm not allowing you to purchase that. Really? Your mum stopped you? Mum was like, Dom, there has to be a limit. There has to be a limit. That's, What's wrong with lavender? Well, she said, and I did in Google suggested the same thing, that lavender is probably the most feminine of the scents. She said maybe a sandalwood would work in a man's bedroom. She said it isn't a bad idea. But it didn't smell as good, the so sandalwood So if you one. were taking a lady into your bedroom, is yep. this what your mum's saying? Yes. She's saying that she might not think it's your bedroom if it smells like lavender. Or that there's another lady already in the, on the picture. Do you know right. what I mean? So she's just, essentially... I, the, I was unaware that lavender indicated such you don't, you don't think lavender is a feminine scent? Well, I think literally it's the scent of a flower. Yeah, that's <laughs> Which true. I think doesn't have a gender, does it? Well, the the thing did say infuses for women. That was the brand, I think. Right, so okay. that probably says a lot. But anyway, I haven't bought the lavender infuser. Do the, are there infusers for men? What's the difference? Not that I can find. <laughs> and you've searched. <laughs> I have Googled, I've searched. So, I so guess you didn't get the lavender. What did you get? I didn't get one. I'm just living with natural scent right. at the moment. And considering the amount of cheese I had this weekend, <laughs> that's not a good one. Uh, well, that might even play into the last one, funnily yeah. enough. Okay. Friday at 1.52am. How to get nachos urgently. <laughs> I have a case for emergency nachos. I need them quick smart. Hello, triple zero. Do you want the firefighters... The ambulance or the police? <laughs> Get me the finest Mexican, <laughs> and I want it delivered stat. Oh, that might be my worst ever. <laughs> I didn't mean <laughs> like it's an emergency. I have a corn chip related emergency <laughs> that needs to be addressed. What I meant was I wanted nachos as a late night snack yeah. after the radio show, and I didn't like all the nachos recipes I could find said you had to put it in an oven for like an hour or something. Oh, no well, way! Well, like a, a little while at least. I wanted quick nachos. Right. I do understand the use of the term urgently. <laughs> <laughs> certainly makes it sound like someone's life was on the line yeah. and it might have been a life-threatening scenario. I mean, who knows? Yeah. If I hadn't got... I did get my nachos. Yeah. Well, corn chips with cheese on them. <laughs> that was the fastest did I could make. Did it take you the hour? Uh, no, put it in the microwave. 90 seconds, good to go. Bada bing, bada boom. Got my nachos urgently. He solved it, everybody. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's... <laughs> Pet name game. On 131060, the game anyone with a pet can play. Mm. All you need to do is you tell us the name of your pet. Yes. From that information, we are able to figure out what type of animal it is. It's been a few weeks since we uh, this theory worked for us. Zach, we need a good one tonight. We have Hannah in Victoria. Hannah, what is your pet's name? Uh, his name is McDreamy. McDreamy. Is that Grey's Anatomy, McDreamy? Yes. Yes, yes it is. It's also mm. what I call thick shakes. <laughs> 
Is it? From McDonald's, yeah. Right, so you got the McFlurry and the McDreamy. Mm-hmm. Do the staff understand when you order a McDreamy? No, it's very problematic for yeah. them. <laughs> I can imagine. You're ordering something not on the menu. Uh, I'm McDreamy, so it's mm. either something related to McDonald's, I think, or... Uh, I don't or, think it's related to McDonald's. Yeah, McDreamy. Or Grey's Anatomy. Or, like, McDreamy in a Grey's Anatomy was a very good-looking doctor. Wasn't that the idea? I think that was him, yeah. Um, so it's either a good-looking animal, mm. an animal who's a talented surgeon, <laughs> or the new product from McDonald's. Which yeah. one do you think it is? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not the McDonald's one. Okay. Um, although I, I, I like you. Because I was thinking it was a chicken on that basis. You know what? I'm actually coming around to your thinking. <laughs> I reckon it's a chicken. I'm just going to say, what, so when, I mean, how often do they give you chicken in your thick shakes? Yeah, not often. Yeah. But you know what? We, we have one rule in the pet name game theory. Go with your first instinct. Go with your instinct. Go with your gut. Hannah, is McDreamy a chicken? I really thought you guys would have just pictured my beautiful, handsome McDreamy cat, but ah. I, was, I thought, I don't usually call radio stations, but mm. I my cat and I thought they'll, they'll definitely know. We, yeah. we nearly did, Hannah. Now, uh, does McDreamy look like the character from Grey's Anatomy? Uh, like... I guess so, in a, just a McDreamy kind of cat way. Yeah. yeah. And does McD- McDreamy eat chicken? He eats anything. There we well, go. There well, maybe that's that was the connection. That's, that's what, what we getting. saw. Yeah. That's that's what the machine was returning. <laughs> we can, so we can't be blamed for that one. Of course we can't. We can uh, we can pick things up, though. We've got Jade uh, on 131060. What's your pet's name, Jade? Hi. Um, my cat's name is... Oh, sorry. My pet's name is Bandoff. <laughs> Bandoff? <laughs> Or Gandalf. You heard what Jay's just said, didn't you? I'm sorry. Oh, she said cat, did yeah, she? Yeah, she said cat. Did. I reckon it's a cat, Jay. <laughs> I think it might be. Yes. And can I just clear up? Was its name Gandalf or Bandoff? Bandoff. With a B? Yes. All right. Well, that... <laughs> Is that from the knockoff version of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> No, it's actually from an online game called RuneScape. Oh, RuneScape. Oh, RuneScape. Jeez, I remember that, that game. Brings back memories. I was great at, at making bread on that game. <laughs> <laughs> and very of the little of the other skills. You were the baker. My friends would go on quests and they'd say, we're not bringing you, Dom. All you can do is bake. Well, oh. you loved bread in real life around that time as well, didn't you? <laughs> uh, does that count as a point, seeing as Jade Yeah, it does. Said it's cap? a technicality. Yeah. It's our own goal, yeah. but we still claim it. <laughs> Jess in Melbourne, wrap this up. Uh, what's your pet's name? Uh, Luna Sage Petunia. Okay, we're going to need that. Luna Sage Petunia. Yeah. Very mm. rare you get a pet with three names. Very <laughs> rare that they're, they're that intricately named. Uh, well, because it's hard to call out. That's so three true. names. And that's what makes makes me think we can rule Dog off straight away. I think Luna would yep. be its name for short. Yeah. Uh, it would get its full name when it's in trouble. Um, and I'm thinking, could we have three cats? Because I'm thinking that mm. sounds like a cat's name. Cats are a little bit more, you know, upper class than dogs. Mm. You know, they have a little bit of pedigree to them. That's true. And that's what I'm feeling with that name. It's like very... Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? A trifecta of cats. I'm feeling the same thing. Jess, is Luna Sage Petunia a cat? Yes, she is. Well, yes! Unbelievable! <laughs> And uh, one of them was an own goal. I'm happy to play the victory music on that one because we did actually guess that. Now, Jess, does your cat always get the full name? Um, only when she's being really cute. Uh, yeah, okay, right. well, they're the opposite. Usually oh, it would right. be when it's in trouble, I would have thought. Yeah, but apart from that, I guess Luna does the job. Can I ask, Jess, why such a long name for the cat? I couldn't decide. Okay, you know what? I wish more parents did that. Yeah. Just give as many names as you're thinking about. John, Jack, Jeremy, get over here. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is exciting, Zach. There's, look, there's no other way to put this. Uh, 
we are just about to break a new global superstar. We're going to be the first people to play a global music superstar. Take note of where you are. Yeah. Because people will be asking for years to come, where mm. were you when you heard this superstar? I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm trusting yeah, yeah. I'm trusting that the superstar you're speaking of is going to live up well, to the expectation you've put on uh, it. Sure. Some people might say if you really had a global superstar, you wouldn't leave it to the end of the show. No, not but... at two to one in the morning. <laughs> That's no. not usually how radio works. Well, I just wanted to make it extra special for the very few of us left listening. It's been just... made very clear we're not superstars. No, that's fair. And that's why we're on at 1am. Mm. And I would imagine yep. the opportunities we got yep. would be the same. But I do hope that all the music or the record label execs are listening in right now. And they're ready for this. They might so. be up in the middle of the night. I'd, I'd imagine they're constantly monitoring the radio stations, seeing who's getting broken. Which artists? Who do we have? Okay, Zach. My mum, Judy, is the next global icon. Now, I know you, you might be hesitant. You're looking at me a little cynically. Mm. I have the proof to back it up. Now, yeah. what do I know about your mum, Judy? Mm. I wouldn't imagine yeah. she was in what I would call <laughs> the usual demographic of superstar pop artists. Uh, Susan Boyle. Yeah, what, do you think Susan Boyle well, is in the usual demographic? <laughs> my point is... Oh, so are you my... saying that your mum is Susan Boyle? <laughs> I'm no, I'm saying there's exceptions to the rule all the time. Do you yep. know what I mean? Sometimes Jack Vigeon did it really young, right? Yep. Sometimes your talent outweighs your age, Yep. right? Now, here's the thing. I didn't know my mum was a superstar either until I happened to be walking past uh, the lounge room the other day. And obviously, you know, this song by Taylor Swift, the hit at the moment. Ooh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. I mean, that's an okay rendition of it. Well, that's the rendition. That's how it's meant to be sung. I thought so too, Zach, until I heard, and I secretly recorded this, Judy Faye, my mum's rendition of the hit. Oh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Made me do. Made me do. What you made me do. Do, 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 do. I slowly stand and applaud <laughs> Am I in the presence of a superstar. I, and I know you might be thinking, I've only heard her unplugged. Yeah. I've only heard her acoustic. What does she sound like? Did you <laughs> put um, any auto-tune on that or is that clean <laughs> that's, that's out? Because I can't tell. <laughs> that's, that's clean. You might be sitting there wondering, what, what does she sound like, though, once we put the, the backings behind her? Is she going to work in the commercial world? Yeah. I've got an answer to that, too. What you made me do, look what you made me do, made me do, made me do, what you made me do, oh, look what you made me do, look what you made me do, made me do, made me do, what you made me do. <laughs> now, Australia, yeah. sit back and, and look, this is the first and not the last time you'll hear the name Judy Faye. Mm. Album in store by Christmas, number one single within the month. I'm telling you, the woman's got it. You've heard of Tay-Tay. Make way for Fei-Fei. <laughs> uh, that is all we've got time for tonight. I've got to rush into emergency strategy meetings. We've yep. got to plan out Mum's debut album. Yes. Um, she, we... It can't just be a one-hit wonder. <laughs> no, she I needs mean, to back it up. She's only done covers so far. We'll get her to write some originals. Uh, honestly, Zach, the, the sky's the limit. I'm going to leave this show and be her promoter. That's a good idea, <laughs> and I don't think that's a bad move for your career. <laughs> Uh, so we've got time. If you want to hear the full show back, 
Search for Collective Noun. Uh, you can find us online and get the podcast there. And we'll see you tomorrow night at 11. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.